Welcome back to Cocktails and Classics. I'm Dylan. Joining me as always is Ben, Zach, Cam. Hi. And this week we did How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, one of the pre-McConaissance romantic comedies that Matthew McConaughey uh, graced us with. Let's kick things off and get everybody in the right mood. We're going to go to this week's wine and cheese pairing because it's the final week of wine and cheese. Finally go back to drinking some cocktails next week. And we chose, if you could find it, I could not at uh, my local Whole Foods, which I feel like would have like the fanciest wine selection. And Al's asked Riesling. We paired it with a mascarpone cheese, which my poor ass Publix also did not have mascarpone cheese. No. That's what I had. Was it good? I don't it know if good. I've ever had it. Uh, it's or, very no. mild. I ha- so Is mascarpone we... what they put in desserts? Yeah, yeah, we did it with a jam, actually. So we had bread, mascarpone, and some jam, and it was good. Mascarpone. It's very, it is very mild, but it, it is, I think, more of, like, a thing you do with, like, desserts or, like, you can have, that shit, like, scones, that kind of thing. No, that's ricotta, I thought. Do both. I've never done it in lasagna, but I could see it being, pl- like, I could see that. Mascarpone? I thought mascarpone was usually more, like, in dessert stuff. I mean, that's what like we were talking about, with, like, yeah. yeah apple pie so I don't know. Things. I was just trying to give Zach the benefit of the doubt here. Uh, I've never done it with lasagna. I mean, I've definitely done ricotta, but Zach's a better cook than I am, so I'll take his word for it. Just do both! I mean, I get, yeah, obviously you wouldn't just do mascarpone. That would be stupid. <laughs> nope. It's <laughs> dessert just lasagna. And, and dessert, pasta. Unless you're making, like, White a noodles. cake lasagna. Hmm. This does say use a... Uh... 10 best lasagna with mascarpone cheese recipes. Yeah, I, I couldn't find a Riesling, so I got a, I think it's like a Hugel. It's just couldn't H-U-G-L-E. Find a Riesling? Did you, does Are, your store have anything? But, but from the specific, from the region. specific region. The specific yeah. region. Hmm. Yeah, like yeah. there was other Rieslings, but I was like trying to find this specific like wine region because that's what the website was like, oh, do this fancy Riesling. And I was like, okay, sounds good. I'm down. White wine. I like it. Couldn't find it. This one's good, though. It's a nice replacement. It's um dry enough. I was into drinking white wine before it was cool to drink white wine. <laughs> all right, all right. I don't know if I can do the, the, the McConaughey. This Riesling. Oh, yes. This Riesling's kind of good. Check out the show notes below. Hit up the Drizzling Casker links. Get yourself some Riesling... And uh, grab that mascarpone cheese and have yourself a little wine and cheese night. Round out February. And uh, check out How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days on Peacock if you want to watch it. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is a 2003 romantic comedy film directed by Donald Petrie, written by Michelle Alexander, who wrote the book, Jeannie Long wrote the book, and Kristen Buckley did the screenplay. Stars Kate Hudson, Matthew McConaughey, Adam Goldberg, Catherine Hahn is in there, Thomas Lennon. That's really it. Yeah, there's that's... no one else you're gonna recognize. Yeah, Catherine Hahn. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, she's in it. Neat. <clears throat> oh, I was, was like, she's so hot right now. It was Agatha all along. <laughs> oh, sorry. Spoiler alert for a show that's been out for spoilers for Bad Moms. Say, the movie. The show's been out for year plus. quite some time. Two years, maybe now at this point. Some Almost. people didn't make it through the second episode, though. Well, that's their fault for having poor taste. Some people didn't watch it. That's, that's their, their fault. fault 
for having, having poor taste. taste. <laughs> How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days currently sits at a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. It's the story of Benjamin Barry, an advertising executive and ladies' man who, to win a big campaign, bets that he can make a woman fall in love with him in 10 days. It's so strange that the synopsis on IMDb is written from his perspective when it's her... <laughs> the title is her article. What? Yeah. What the I noticed fuck? that, too. It's her boss's article, right? Well, she I mean, pitches it. Her boss yeah. is, like, strong-arming her into doing I mean, every sure, single thing she, in this movie. But well, she pitches it and then goes no, to do it. She, yeah, kind of kind of it's, just, it's it. just strange that this article the the synopsis is framed as like him doing the it. one yeah. causing it yeah i mean both of them are doing it to each other yes but... neither one of them are innocent but they just painted as like he's but they glo- the synopsis <laughs> is he's an asshole he's a giant douchebag even though she is well also she's also a giant yeah. douchebag <laughs> yeah and she's doing like insane behaviors too so it's like you know I mean, obviously he's skeezy in the, at least you know in the first three quarters of the movie for having false intentions, but like she's just like being obnoxious, you know, and like I don't, yeah, it's strange. It's strange. I think the weird thing to me like is this. the fact that like their first, like when they go to that first Knicks game, I feel like he's more so like after that game is just like she's pretty cool. Like, yeah, I'm. I'm actually like. I feel like there could be something there, and then it's just like I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I'm gonna <laughs> hang on because I need this campaign. Where she's just like, "Wow, he's starting to fall for me. Time to act like I'm batshit crazy." Also, falling for me after two days. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy that the whole span of this takes place in a week and a half. Because like they even go to like his parents' house and like do all this stuff. Yeah. You're just, like, when do you have time? What are this you is, doing? Right, this life? is day like seven. Also, <laughs> don't, don't you introduce your significant other to your parents in the first seven days? Especially when you had never, ever brought a girl home ever in your <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah. Hi, well, she Mom. Did, this is a girl that I met. She did call. She did, did reach out to the mom, out to yeah, the well, mom yes. separately. Yes, that is yeah, true. Also shit. weird. I knew Matthew McConaughey was like a romantic comedy guy before he like had his uh, renaissance. I looked up and I was like, he literally had one with like anyone who was semi popular yeah. in like the early 2000s. He had this one with Kate Hudson. He had one with, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer Lopez. He had one with Jennifer Garner. He had one again with Kate Hudson. And then, uh, what was the last one? Who was it? Oh, Sarah, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Like, this man had so many romantic comedies from, like, 2004 to 2009. We live in a much better time now. Oh, Ghost of Girlfriends Past. Oh, yeah, Ghost of Girlfriends Past, Failure to Launch, The Wedding Planner, Fool's Gold, and then this one. Then he just geared up. He went into full workout, get-ready mode because he knew Magic Mike was coming. <laughs> nah, well, he took, he took, like, a two-year break. First was Tropic Thunder. Well, he released Tropic Thunder in the same year as Fool's Gold. Yeah, uh, true. But then he came back for Lincoln Lawyer. I think that's the. I think the that's, Lincoln Lawyer that's the first was movie. The, yeah, that's the first yeah, movie he, where he yeah. rebranded after his break, and then he did that. Yeah. yeah, I think that was the rebrand, and then 
Magic Mike was in there too, but then you know you got Dallas Buyers Club, Wolf of Wall Street, Interstellar, um, True Detective. Mud is really good. If you Lots of other that. good stuff <laughs> that actually then, shows he's a decent actor. And then, and then Governor the of Texas, Dark Tower, uh, which well. we won't talk about, but <laughs> I really wanted that to be good. Oh yeah, I I, heard I read a lot the first of people book. Wanted it to be good. He also, I think he died in or drowned in the Between Two Ferns movie. I don't remember which. Yeah, he drowns. Yeah, in the he beginning in the, the studio, the set the set starts filling up with water, and he I think he does drown or something. You killed Matthew McConaughey. I had never seen this movie. <laughs> had anyone else? Uh, no. But you had been? No, I I had not. Oh, I have not. sorry. Okay. I think I've seen bits and pieces, but overall, I have not seen the movie. I did turn to Hannah, like, right at the beginning of the movie when they're like, oh, she does, like, a how-to page. I was like, is she about to write an article called How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, and that's the yeah. whole point of the movie? She's <laughs> like, said it. just shut up and watch. I was like, that's a yes. Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's the whole, like, double deception, like, we're both going to try and win a bet against each other because one of us is trying to make the other one hate each other but the other one's trying to make us fall in love and well i mean you have to come up with some plot device to make matthew mcconaughey not nope out of there on the second day you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like oh you are cr- you, this is not worth my time bye strange strange it wasn't for his deep. friends talking him into it he was out anyways you know that poker game he was like all right this is ri- this is ridiculous i'm out of here right day six he was diamonds. Like, day six he was like nah can't do it sorry this is this is too wild you know you can do a lot of stuff you can make him get up and get the wrong pop twice during the you know final scoring seconds of the basketball game you can call his mom when you've been dating for three days, but the one thing you don't do is interrupt boys' night, I guess. It's the one thing. <laughs> Classic. You <laughs> That's... know what they were doing in there? They could have been playing Nightcrawlers or anything. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> I feel like she would have probably noped out of the bet if he, she walked in and saw him <laughs> playing Nightcrawlers. <laughs> but what if she didn't? She probably would have been like, uh, this is too weird even for my standards. I'm sorry. I have to go. I love the log line for the movie. One of them is lying. So is the other. Wow. <laughs> Some of those lines on movies are so funny and stupid. I think we... There was one that we made fun the of. The Santa Claus. Oh, right? oh, the Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, was anybody uncomfortable with the frost yourself? Everybody frost yourself. Oh my god. Tagline? I thought that was the worst tagline I've ever Who thought heard? of that. I mean, he did apparently, and then the other marketing, ex- the marketing ex- executive, another dude, was like, the guy yeah, who I love that." Was like the owner of the firm. Yeah, right. Was like, that's, that's "I what love I'm saying. it. I love it. You're an idiot." <laughs> also, like, if we look at this for a sec, there, like, there are these two women who probably have worked very hard on this account to try and like pitch it and everything. And the, no. their boss is just like they literally. He literally says that he brought in that account. It's literally yeah, described in the first like five minutes of the movie that he brought in the account. Those women were just going to be given the account because they're women. Mm. I mean, don't, even so, don't play, don't play the, the reverse sexism card. Don't do that. Well, don't make it seem sexism. like he didn't just, earn it. It's just plain sexism. Because well, no, no, no. That so what I was saying though is that uh-huh. like. <laughs> 
Ben didn't earn it. They did all this work to bring this client in, and then he just okay. Gets it he for earned no it because the boss was like, "Oh, you can make a girl fall in love with you in ten days." <laughs> yeah, if you can do that, I'll give you this account. Like that is such a weird well, way to settle workplace disputes. Well, I don't even know. It's a romantic <laughs> what the hell comedy, is that? So yes, I know. I'm just. It's just but odd. Do you guys have uh, penis names? Yes, uh, mine I, is Mr. Princess. Sophia. Uh, so, Princess Sophia, or uh, Kroll the, Kroll the Destroyer, or whatever. Kroll the Destroyer. <laughs> Call mine Butch. Yeah, that one was not good. I don't know where they came up Cause, with Butch. Because it's like an old World War Two buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what like, you want to picture. Who the when fuck? That's happening. Just like some old no man. one. Seriously, okay. Some, how many people have you ever dude, met? I don't know. How many people have you ever <laughs> met under the age of sixty that you've heard called Butch? I haven't heard anyone in my entire life called Butch. <laughs> Thank you. No <laughs> one calls anyone Butch anymore. Can I bring up something that also bothered me? It was at the end of the movie. Yeah. And it was the thing that I think irked me the most about this movie. He pulls up and is like, I don't know not far away from her to the point where he can visibly make out that it is her getting into the cab right sure yeah how the fuck was he all of a sudden like 40 cabs behind her that he couldn't tell where she was like dude you were right there you watched her get into the cab then the next the next cut they go to he's behind like 40 cabs and i'm like you were right there how did this happen too that's a rough cut like when he passed four of them, I was like, "Oh, she's got to be the next one he's chasing down." And then and I then like there was like another ten cars. I'm just like, "What is going on?" <laughs> like these cars just kept duplicating. I was like, "How many cabs are in New York City at the same time? Like on the same street at the same time?" A lot, probably like five or so. They're as common as diamonds, I've heard. It would have been one thing if like they cut to him, and then they cut to her getting in the cab, but they literally show him in the frame with her getting in the cab. So you know they're within sight of each other, and then all of a sudden there's like a giant gap between them. It made no sense, and it it bothered me. Uh, I thought you were going to mention the uh, final line of the movie, like when he's like, bullshit. What? Bullshit. I'm calling your bullshit. Oh, no. man, we're in love. You're right. Okay. <laughs> I'm Great going, to, I'm going for a bullshit. job. No, you're not. What? No, <laughs> take it's her a good bags, place. Take her bags back <laughs> to her house. I I don't want you to do that. Bullshit. <laughs> She's mine now. <laughs> it definitely is a little strange. She's like, yeah, I'm interviewing for a job I, in I Washington. Don't con- I don't no. consent to this. Bullshit. I don't think <laughs> that's how this works. I reject your reality and replace <laughs> it with my own. <laughs> You're just gonna give the like the taxi driver like Hyman. ten bucks and be like put put the bags back where you found them. Probably more take than the bags, $10. Take the bags back. Okay, but let's be honest. It's a taxi driver in New York City. He's not. What are the odds that you're ever gonna <laughs> see that dude again? Yeah. yeah. That he's taking that hundred dollars and the before, luggage. This is before like the advent of any like like smartphones or anything yeah. so there's no way to track which like you're gonna like take a picture of like the taxi cab number you know also he doesn't like uh, in a traditional taxi like you just pick someone up somewhere you don't they're not really worried about the address are they unless they're keeping like a log i guess 
I think they do keep um, logs. No, you of can, where they of where they start and stop fares. And you can you can call and request like ahead of time. You can book like yeah. a taxi. They have like yeah. the dispatch in that. We'll so okay, your house. so maybe it's, maybe it's she called the dispatch. That, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming because she had it there like held. Look, for this it while is she a Matthew the, McConaughey rom com. I don't. My guess is that like we're not meant to think into those details too deeply. Right, I think right. sacrifice good logic for the sake of romance and sometimes you got to do that right almost every time in these movies you have to do that because if you think about it for more than a minute you know it kind of falls apart all of it all of it falls apart i find it funny that they were like uh like adam goldberg and uh is it tom lennon thomas lennon yeah thomas lennon adam goldberg and like matthew mcconaughey's characters as they're like like this is their big break out of selling Nerf footballs for the rest yeah. of their lives. Yeah, I mean that sounds like a pretty sweet gig. I don't know. Yeah, I mean I get why you would want to like move into diamonds because you know obviously they're way more valuable. I'm sure, they're a little more. Well, and, yeah. Also, you're probably gonna get better recognition doing ads for diamonds than you are for Nerf stuff. But hey, it's Nerf for nothing. Nerf for nothing. Um, Damn, you got me. Wasn't ready for that. I I think it was. I think it was fine. You know, it was a fine. Like it was. I went in expecting. I went in expecting this, and I got this. Like no sugarcoating it. Like it wasn't. I wasn't blown away, but it was. It was fine. It was. uh, There were. There were some genuinely funny moments in the movie. Like there were some funny parts. Yeah. It could have it could have been a little shorter. I feel like. Yeah, I was surprised to see the hour and fifty minute runtime. I was like, "What? No, why?" I was surprised. I don't remember. Maybe it was like around the like the poker party, like the guys' night, and I was like, "It's only an hour into this. There's still another fifty five minutes of this. Like, how much how much farther are we gonna go? Like, what else?" Do we have going on here? And I was that kind reminder of... of why he was in it. Yeah, I mean that didn't <laughs> at that point it hadn't even hit like the third act yet of yeah. him actually falling in love. I that was the crazy part to me. Question: at, Like at like what point do you think Matthew McConaughey is like into the relationship? Because I feel like he like she obviously has sort of the turning point when they go to the family house i think both of them do at that point you you think yeah because i was kind of like i always felt like i agree with so i agree with what ben said earlier that after the knicks game he was like oh this person's actually kind of cool maybe there could be something here but then she acts insane for like four days and he's like no this isn't gonna work but is convinced to do it for the diamond bet you know um and then he's like, yeah, let's go see a couple's therapist after five days. Sure. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> and then they go do that. Uh, uh, but no, I mean, I think I think for both of them, the turning point is visiting his home for sure. I think it's both. Okay. Because I feel like he – there's moments because after she acts crazy at the guy's night, he like goes into the elevator and he's like, what happened to the – the cool Andy, the one that like wants to write about politics and da 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 and like all this, and I was like, oh yeah, he like remembered, you know, right? And then yeah, that's why I said I feel like he was 
like he was kind of there's always first he was kind of like yeah whatever i'll do this for i'll make the girl fall in love with me for 10 days and then they went out to eat like that first night and he's like okay like she's actually pretty cool we're getting along and then the knicks tickets and then they went to the knicks game and he's like yeah this is great and then yeah she starts acting kind of really fucking weird I mean, even, like, the, they go to the movies and that. And he even seems pretty fine with that. Like, okay, she's a little... I, not, like, the jealous type, but kind of that sense where she's like, what are you thinking about? Who are you thinking about? But when he makes the lamb and all of a sudden it's like, I'm a, I'm a vegetarian. When, they're, when their first date, they were eating lobster? Yeah. Like, yeah. literally the first time they met, they went out for that. that was super weird. For lobster um but yeah i think like you said dylan when he stops her in the elevator and just like what happened to the really cool andy that was you know i feel like he felt it pretty early on and she was i feel like at times she felt it and then as soon as she thought she had feelings she's like i have to get rid of this i have to get rid of him then the whole family situation happened she's like oh my god is that what she did she did her hands oh and like uh surprised yeah, because then Which... they get hot and steamy in the bathroom after they uh, got mud all over them. That's what happens. That's what every country music song is about. You just got to get people muddy, and then they get slutty. <laughs> I think you just wrote one. I yeah, I, I mean, uh, hang on. I got to NFT that audio right you now. You got to send it I, to somebody. I think Zach is trying muddy, to come up with. Then we get in slutty. Next round to come Should up with I slogans that we can songs? sell for cocktails and classics t-shirts. Dude, right, yeah, I'll make it the list. intro. That's why I've been doing this whole time. You're not making the t-shirts? It's a nice nice little soft rhyme you got there. That bot, you can't be in the... That's going to be the, the bestseller. So. Daddy's widow. Soaking, tummy soaking and boning. In my tummy. Soaking and those, boning. Those girls who are after those little gummy worms. It's going to be his entire were, album. Like, that's brothers. the track list. The track list of Zach's country album is soaking and boning, muddy and slutty. Daddy's little gummy worms. Oh my god. Plural? <laughs> yeah, both of them. <laughs> so I have a question. Another one? Another question. I have a lot of questions. Another one. Um, this one I think uh, might be some interesting conversation. You're making a, a romantic comedy today. Give me some romantic comedy pairings for today's because I don't think there's like romantic comedies like this anymore, is there? People like <laughs> Zach's about to just you, start naming porn. You mean Jennifer Lopez <laughs> and Owen Wilson? Is That's that, true. That's yeah, happening that right now. Yeah, um, the, it's it's out. currently available on Peacock. Oh my god! Uh, you know which one I actually just saw that was pretty good was uh, Charlie Day, and oh what? my god, I'm gonna forget her name. She was. She was in Parks and Rec. She's the don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Audrey Plaza? No, no, it's Rashida don't Jones. Don't be suspicious. Oh, no. Maybe? No. Oh, no, oh you're like talking about Amy Amy. No, guys. She Audrey was in a really Plaza. small part. No. 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 Are you talking about the woman who was like the reporter? Uh, She played, uh, who was who Tom's friend who, who started the business with him? The like crazy guy? It was his sister. Oh. Oh, Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate, yeah. yes. Jenny Slate oh. and Charlie uh, Day 
were hmm. uh, they're in a, a rom com that's on Amazon Prime, and it's actually pretty good. I feel like they already did a movie together, but I feel like Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence, when they were promoting that movie, felt like super rom com. That that what were, it was like a sci fi movie, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Passengers. Yeah, but the two yes, yeah. but the two of them together gave off a very rom com vibe. I see I see this, Zach. Uh I want you back. Yes. It's a pretty interesting story. It it's uh Charlie Day and Jenny Slate each are in separate relationships. They both get dumped. They meet and they team up to try to make each other's exes jealous and get them to break up to get back into the original relationship. Hmm. And then they end up falling in love. I mean, don't spoil it. No, I can't. <laughs> like, I understand. Like, I understand. Like the the thing that would pull you into a romantic comedy, but every romantic comedy plot just starts with some stupid like plot device like that, where it's like, I bet you, if you can make a girl fall in love with you with within ten days, you can have the diamond contract. And then she's going to write an article about how to break up with a dude in 10 days. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then, okay, we're, we're broken up with our significant others, but we have to come up with a plot to, to make them jealous and get them back, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like with most rom-coms, I already know what the first 10 and last 20 to 30 minutes are going to be. It's got to be that middle that gets me. But the thing is, is normally after the first 10 minutes, you know exactly what that middle looks like. Yeah. yeah. It really relies like the, on the actors just the biggest, good. I was going to say, the biggest thing at that point is less about, like, plot and how good... I feel like a lot of times, rom-com movies, in all honesty, you've got your first 10 minutes and your last, like, 10, 15 minutes. And the middle part really needs to have the biggest thing. Strong, supporting actors. Okay. Guys... Your guys like your Thomas Lennons and your Adam Goldbergs and your Catherine Hans. The people who yeah. can be like the witty one-liners that keep you actually like... And they kind of get to play the straight man in most of the situations where they're like... They're the people that you look at thinking this is how I would handle this situation normally. A lot of the times that's kind of their role. I think that's the driving key to a successful rom-com. I mean, it really, it really is so much about the like supporting characters, because when you look at like this movie, it's like cool, like we get the Kate Hudson, Matthew McConaughey moments, but I think the ones that are funny, that like are actually comedic, for the most part, is like, oh, when his friends and him are like talking about stuff, or like she goes to her coworkers and Catherine Hahn comes in, it's. <laughs> It is so much about the supporting characters. That's very interesting, like thing I, I've never really thought about before. Yeah, no, I think that's the key to a successful rom com, because really your main two characters don't. I mean, again, their entire story is pretty much really easy to follow. You need you need those solid hits from your supporting cast to really make the movie funny. Um, to answer your question, Dylan, easiest, <laughs> lowest hanging fruit, I'm about to ball out at the box office, no matter how dog shit the plot is right now, it's Tom Holland and Zendaya. Yeah. Yeah. I point. think you're wrong. 
No. Oh. I think we all know it's Dwayne the Rock Tim- Johnson and Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has to be, right? See, I feel like it would be Kevin Hart starring in the movie, and then Dwayne the Rock Johnson is his, As like, his best buddy. friend. Yeah, yeah, or his trainer. Or Tiffany Haddish, of course, has to be oh the love interest. God. <laughs> or uh, she's the foil. Oh, you know? Oh, fair. She's this crazy ex or something. Fair. Yeah. Guys, are we writing this down? <laughs> write that down. Write that down. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, Timothy Chalamet doesn't really do those types of movies, but that would be your other, like, your boy. Um, oh, girl, let's see. Who's, like, I mean, Zendaya is, like, the hottest thing on Earth at this moment in time. She's literally in everything. She is. Can, yeah. Cannot find a, a show or movie without her in it. We just watched one. From 2003? Was she alive when this movie came out? (laughs) (laughs) It's actually Uh, a good question. I believe the answer is yes. Uh, She's only a few years younger than us. Zach's pairing would be be Adam Sandler uh, and... Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. And she has a memory problem? Uh, Jennifer Anderson. Some I Julie Bowen. Julie Bowen. But her twice. name her name has to be VV. <laughs> of course. Of yeah. course. And Kevin James has to be the foil. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob Schneider plays like a side part, like a taxi driver or something that keeps getting into accidents and gives a one liner. Steve Buscemi's like is the, the carrot. Steve Buscemi's like the uh, the priest marrying them or something. And Chris Rock is his cool friend trying to coach him up. <laughs> his best man at the wedding. Yes. David Spade is like his soon-to-be brother-in-law or something. It's just... <laughs> yeah. Someone's writing this down, right? <laughs> we gotta send I think this, this movie's already made. Sandman. <laughs> you guys just spilled the plot of Grown Ups 3. <laughs> you know, has, has Aquafina been in a romantic comedy i feel like she would do well at i don't know according to letterbox she has not been in one so aquafina is my female lead i don't know what my male lead is i said timothy chalamet but i don't feel like that would be a good pairing daniel day lewis (laughs) (laughs) comes out of retirement for a (laughs) rom-com with aquafina <laughs> but he has to play like he's like some famous character. He like I, he like gets yeah. into the part of Adolf my Hitler or something. Oh my god! <laughs> like it's got to be some like crazy character that he has to get the mindset for. Who's <laughs> <laughs> like a crazy love story in history? King Henry the Eighth. I have history and, joke and, for the listeners. And she's, she's the one that didn't get her head cut off. Yeah, she's the <laughs> last one. <laughs> and it's just a stressful movie. It's shot like uncut gems. <laughs> you, you know we love saving the turts. You know Cam hates fucking paper straws. Paper straws song. Song? Uh. <laughs> I will say that paper straw technology has improved since I last shat on paper straws. I have used a couple since I've been able to go out more recently due oh, to yeah. being vaccinated. And That's what they were uh, doing the whole time while we were inside. They were just inventing better paper straws. I have seen also not paper straws, but it seems like they're compostable plastic straws or something. Like You're talking about the ones that are made different. out of like 
agave or whatever. I have no idea what the composition of these straws are. I'm just, <laughs> but they are different. I'm than not a, a straw expert. But you're the expert, Dylan. But I do know a good glass straw when I see one, you know? Yes. I will say for those, for being at home and where you, you know, maybe you like straws in your fruity margaritas or you like straws to mix with your, you know, old fashions or whatever, you know, having these straws around the home is really nice. Not constantly like throwing things away or you don't have to keep buying straws all the time. Like you just buy a couple and then you're good. And if you want cocktail picks or muddlers, they have that too. It, there's many colors. He's getting into like designs. So like the pride flag, he puts it on like the side of the straw. He's got hearts. He's got critters. It's like you get a piece of art along with a straw. A little multi-use. Uh, oh, yeah. He has critter straws, which have, there's see a dolphin, a salamander. That salamander looks intricate. That is impressive. Grab some glass straws from Surfside Sips. Use promo code cocktails and classics spelled out for 20 percent off we get a little kickback from that and you get you get to save some money on some glass straws and they should last you a long time dishwasher safe they're pretty sturdy just don't uh drop them on the floor like me like a big idiot you have to buy more (laughs) well zach uh, watches these movies comes up with some trivia Zach, what do you got for us on how to lose a guy in 10 days? We got some real slappers this week. Um, first one, cut and dry, straight to the point. The struggle in Tajikistan began in what year? What? A, God. 1987, B, 1989, or C, 1991? Sorry, what? <laughs> the struggle in Tajikistan began in what year why is this what is this relevant <laughs> the opening article kate hudson's writing that she wants to get published is about the struggle in, in tajikistan jesus christ okay what were the years that you mentioned 87 <laughs> 89 or 91 wow this is so stupid <laughs> you're right i do hate it um <laughs> you're gonna love the next two I guess 91? It's newer. I don't know. I'm going to say 87. 89. I think Tajikistan's been struggling for a long time. (laughs) What is that supposed to mean? (laughs) Oh, my God. Cam got the point. Yeah. 1991. Yeah, this is like the opening, opening scene. Um. (laughs) Not going to lie, if you gave me a map, I don't know if I could point it out on a map. It is uh, between uh, uh, Kazakhstan, and... Kazakhstan, China, and Afghanistan. No, we're good. I, I I only wrote down the answer to this question. I didn't I didn't write down other answers to this question. Oh. Um. Mm. All right. Uh, question number two. What would a 10-mile ride in a New York City taxi cost you, assuming you stopped in traffic for five minutes at night? <sighs> um, Are there multiple choice here? Or that's just... Unless you know the answer. If you do, you get two points. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, question. Question. Does the meter still run if you're stopped in traffic? It, ah, it is a maybe, it, maybe it does, but maybe there's a special rate for that. Oh, oh. okay. Dylan doesn't take taxis, does he? 
don't take taxis. The options are $4.50, $5.50, or $6.50. Is that currently or like before in 2003? According, according to facts known in the movie. Oh, okay. I'm surprised it's that cheap, but I guess if it's 2004. Yeah. Sorry, no, I'm a Uber you, subway boy. Can you repeat what the things are? Four fifty. That's my guess. Four fifty, five fifty, or six fifty. Go five fifty. I'm just gonna hope Ben's right, so we can have a three way tie, and I'm gonna go four fifty. <laughs> it was six fifty. Damn it! Fuck, oh, <laughs> Dylan, so, you played yourself, you dumbass. I did. So near the end, during the miraculous. Four to fifty to a hundred, back down to ten. Taxi car chase scene. Matthew McConaughey's on his bike. Uh, he stops at a red light, almost gets hit by a car, and you can see the pricing uh, for one of the taxis on the side. It's a two dollar initial charge per ride, thirty cents a mile, twenty cents for every minute you're stopped or in traffic, and there's a fifty cent surcharge for night rides. I see. Cam in the lead. The sole lead, except for me, who gets a point because everybody got that one wrong. I don't know if that's how this game works. <laughs> oh my lord! Which which question do you guys want? An easy one or a weird one? Weird. All right. He says uh, according... with the lead. <laughs> well, I mean, I just want to make it as interesting as possible. Uh, question number three: According to Composure magazine, what is hot, hot, hot this season? A <laughs> Tank tops and flip-flops. B, Hell yeah. short, short shorts and skirts. No. Or C, Together? tall, short, wide. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? There's uh, commas that? in between each word. That helps. Yeah, but all, what? You hurt me. I'm going to say tank tops and flip-flops. I feel like that's too clever. I feel like Zach made it up. You're right. This is a movie that gave us. <laughs> Was it a simple ride? Maybe Zach made it up. <laughs> uh, I think it's tall, short, wide. <laughs> That's so fucking weird. I don't know how Zach could come up with tall, short, wide. So I am also gonna say tall, short, wide. Well, fuck. I have to change my answer then. No, you don't have to. You can't. You already um, said it. What was the middle option? Short shorts and skirts. <laughs> yes, short shorts and skirts. That's me. That's you. Yep. Ben, you you locked in tank tops and flip flops. Yep. <laughs> All right, we have a tie. Oh. <laughs> it is Cam and Dylan. The answer was yeah! short shorts and skirts. Damn it. <laughs> I get oh. you guys with tall, short, wide. What the fuck even was? How did you even come up with that? I don't understand. I was trying to come up with something else that rhymed, and I couldn't. So I was like, what the fuck even? Tall, short, wide, baby. <laughs> What the fuck? I was like, it's so weird. I was like, maybe it's that because they just like half-assed the magazine cover because it was going to be on screen for like a second. I wrote it down and laughed so hard. It was the first question I wrote. <laughs> hot, hot, hot this season. Lorem Ipsum. <laughs> oh my god. You guys, I'm so happy you tied. We're going to do a tie-breaking question that we, we haven't done in many moons. Oh, God. Is it inflation? What is the price of the tickets to the Knicks finals? Game <laughs> in, in, honor, in honor of 2021's fantastic year for inflation. Um, 
Andy wears a Harry Winston diamond wreath necklace with an 84 karat yellow diamond pendant attached, valued at approximately $5,280,000. What would the same pendant cost in 2022 dollars? $9.5 million. You said it's valued at five, right? 5.28, yep. We'll say nine and a half million. 12.3 dollars. Yes. Hi, <laughs> uh, you guys are well, three mil. He said it was not 2022 dollars. You dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> he gave you the answer. I gave you the answer. He said, How much is it in 2022 dollars? <laughs> so obviously <laughs> it's 4400 dollars. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's the uh, what's the format on this show for when you guys both go over? We just go with whoever was just closest. closest. Yeah. That is Cam. It is nice. eight million one hundred thirty-seven thousand five hundred and four dollars and forty-eight cents. That was pretty close. You know, I was gonna say five million or whatever the fucking answer was. Just the same thing. <laughs> hey, anything under eight would have been great, man. Oh man. Man, I would but have then I was like, original, you know what? Your joke I'll just go with twelve and a half dollars would have been would have got you <laughs> actually would have been a better guess. Yeah. <laughs> no one had seen this film before, uh, so you're gonna get four fresh ratings to round out Wine and Cheese Month. So, Cameron, do do the honors. You know, all right. I'm gonna give this movie a straight five. I think it's fine. It's funny at times, very cringy in other times. A lot of the support actors are, are actually entertaining in this movie, um, as we've talked about. Yeah, I, I went into it thinking I was going to absolutely hate it, and I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but um, it did. I think it did exceed my expectations a little bit, which is still a five, but my expectation was much lower. So that's where I'm going to go. I mean, I've seen better rom-coms. I've seen a lot worse rom-coms. I also gave it a five. It's very middle of the road. I like Matthew McConaughey. He's he's a I'm a fan of his. He's a fan of mine. We're fans of each other's work, especially our our work in the country music scene. Um, Kate Hudson was super cringy. I didn't really like her in this movie, and it's just it. I knew what I was getting into. Nothing shocked me. Nothing wowed me. But it wasn't ass, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. Solid solid five. I'm so hard. I, I'm gonna have to give it a half. Boo. It's a, it's it's a four point five for me. Um, is it good? <laughs> uh, not really. Is it but, good? Um, no. <laughs> it, I like it. No. <laughs> should you watch this? Also, no. But should you watch this? Also, no. It was entertaining enough. Um, it it kept me. Uh, watching it, I'll say that. Um, <laughs> I just like the chemistry between Kay Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. I don't think was quite there. Like I, I was never at one moment. I was like, wow, these guys electric on screen together. I think it was just like yeah, a, a textbook rom com. Uh, let's give it a crazy fucking plot and stick two B plus celebrities <laughs> in there. With like some C-list people as the sporting characters, and just let them go, uh, and that's really what it felt like. Um, the ending lines just made me so cringe. The like bullshit cheesy ending, like qu- quite literally the quote bullshit 
Catherine Hahn, I thought was really good. She 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 did well. Um, I thought Adam Goldberg was good. Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson. I feel like I need a little bit more from. I I feel like if you're in a rom com and you're like the star, I think you really need to like kind of pull me in and kind of like wow me. And I I didn't quite get that from this movie, but it's fine. Should you watch it? If that's what you're looking for, if you're looking for a romantic comedy and you you want nothing else, I think that's it's a fine one for that. All right, I give this movie a, a six. I thought it was slightly a, a, above average. I I don't love rom coms, so like you know, I wasn't blown away or anything. Um, but I thought this movie had some some moments to it that kind of helped it out. Uh, like you said, the supporting characters I thought were good. Um, there were moments I did enjoy. I enjoyed him getting Matthew McConaughey just getting decked in the face, just completely knocked out cold, uh, while trying to talk someone down, just like, no, 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 we'll, we'll talk about this. And then just immediately got his ass kicked. Yeah. The, the taxi scene just still, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose sleep over that. The fact that it was like, he's right there and now he's, he's a bunch of cars back. It's going to get me. No, I think this movie is exactly picture in your head what you're expecting of this movie, and that's what you're pretty much going to get. I feel like that's the most apt description. There's some some interesting tidbits along the way. Uh, I do think seeing some of the moments where Kate Hudson's character is just kind of absolutely batshit, um, but also like the moments, like we said with Matthew McConaughey stopping her in the elevator being like, what happened? You were really cool. Um, I feel like that's something you don't normally get in a rom-com like that, where someone straight up kind of calls someone else out on their bullshit. Normally it's just like we just kind of let that bubble to the surface, let the tension hit, give it a cool-off period, and then pull the two characters back together. And I thought someone actually being like, what the hell, this isn't who you were like three days ago, was kind of a different twist. Um, But yeah, overall it's okay. I don't think it's a must-watch, but... That's it. It's over. Why in cheese month? 2022 is over. It's gone. It's out the window. But I do think, and I hope you all caught this in the movie, that uh, they did have a chick flick marathon that they attended at one point in the movie. Featuring Sleepless in Seattle, Fried Green Tomatoes, Mystic Pizza, when Harry met Sally. So should we do that list next year? Let us know in the comments. On Instagram, at Cocktails and Classics Pod. Let us know what you think of the wine, the cheese, what movies we should do next year for Wine and Cheese Month. Check us out next week as we start March Madness with Rocky. Share us with your friends and family, and as always, watch responsibly.